0: Hello, welcome to the Sapiens Insurance 360 podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Knobs, Sapiens Regional Marketing Director of Amir and APAC, and I'm so glad that you're out there listening. This is where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues from across the insurance solutions and technology spectrum. Today, we have an incredibly special guest, our own Graham Gordon, Sapiens Director of Product Strategy, PNC, and MIA, Graham has over 20 years of broad experience in a variety of roles in the business arena, including sales support and enablement strategy marketing. Prior to Sapiens, Graham was at LexisNexis Risk on the data product side of their business. He's been at Sapiens now for two and a half years, um, leading our PNC strategy team. Today's topic is looking back, looking forward insurance 2023. And Graham, we're so glad you're back with us today. You were on the inaugural Sapiens Insurance 360 episode earlier this year. So this is a nice bookend to our first season. Seems like a lifetime ago, that first one. (laughs) Must be a year. It is um, several months. Um, Yeah, it is hard to believe that we're about to close the book on 2023 and turn the calendar to 24. So without doubt, 2023 was an eventful year. So with so much happening in the world, the insurance industry and of course at Sapiens. Um, So why don't we start with your take on the wider insurance industry. Uh, Talk to us about some of the most significant trends of this past year and their impact. So let's cut to the chase. I think there's only one thing that
1: actually matters this year or in the past 12 to 18 months, that's inflation. And the rest of it is just noise. Um, If you think about what's happened, so the energy costs, you know, globally, this isn't just you know, European specific, but yeah, you know, energy costs their impact across the manufacturing chain, the cost of used cars, um, the cost of repairs. Add the inflation in. There's an uptick in vehicle claims. There's an uptick in used car prices. There's an increase in stolen vehicles. Um, you look at external forecasts. ABI, you know, they're looking at price increases, sixteen to twenty percent um, in twenty twenty two, plus a similar amount twenty three. Cumulative, let's say there's a 40 odd percent increase in insurance costs for consumers over the past two years. And then we'll add in some local issues as well. The residual impact of the FCA's um, ban on price walking. Um, they said it would save motorists $4.2 billion over the next five years. I'd love to see them recalculate that one because it sure doesn't feel like it. And it's everywhere, commercial as well. I think Marsh did a report recently looking at you know the global trends in commercial insurance. Four percent quarter rise. You know, let's say sixteen percent a year. Um, <clears throat> the other one, big one, was Price Waterhouse Cooper. Like for like, same policy that you had twelve months ago is going to cost you twenty percent, ten percent. There's a
0: big range difference there um, this year. So it's all inflation related. So, regarding those developments from 2023 so and 2022, where we've got inflation increasing and affecting prices of premiums and pretty much everything, what do you think is going to happen in terms of that playing out in 2024? Yeah.
1: So, we know we know a couple of things. We know what happened in 20, uh, 2008, the financial crisis, and in 2020, a, a reasonable degree with COVID. Got that word in there. That's good. Yeah, albeit that was masked by lower claims frequency and the cost. The impact of the insurance industry was, you know, underinsurance, larger gaps in cover, uptick in fraud, demand down, significant price competition and pressure on pricing. um, And the customer shopping rates went up. So happy Christmas, everybody. You know,
0: interesting times. Excellent. Okay, so let's bring the conversation around to Sapiens. Um, for 2023. So talk to us about some of our new products and enhancements that we've rolled out in 2023. So let's just keep on this context thing for
1: a moment before we go on to particular products and stuff. So you know, let's flip that kind of you know sorry world more of the same story to, to positive action and talking about what our customers are doing to adjust to this kind of new normal. Um, we held our first customer post-COVID conference this year in person in Barcelona and it was great to have everyone in the same place at the same time for the first time in you know, two, three years, I think it's been. But one of the striking things that came out of the workshop sessions was, you know, this switch from talking about business efficiency. We all like to talk about it and we bake it generically into the products. Um, but it's all kind of like nice talk if, about efficiency to, you know, a real step change, absolute focus on efficiency. And that was pretty much, a ver- you know, universal across the hundred plus customers that attended. And it makes sense. You know, we've had years of GWP growth. Um, most, if not all, of our customers have been in a growth mode. They still are. Um, and if you think about, you know, what we have bought in terms of product solution sets, the digital first attitude that we now have, um, more and more customer self-service, more low-code business toolkits that, you know, our customers can use, this hyper-focus on speed of product delivery and change. You know, to the insurance products, that's two hours. Um, commercial too you know we see more and more larger risk purchased online and digitally so our customers are like if we want to get a handle on this inflationary world we live in and get control over prices we have to be super efficient and the benefits to our customers same as competitive advantage and, and customer advantage and we have to remember who we actually serve at the end of all this who we ultimately serve and that's our customers customers lower prices Better services, to be clear. Um, I want this as a consumer. We're all consumers, so it makes absolute sense. And This has driven um, a lot of the thinking now to be hyper-focused on, you know, the, how our products or services can be, you know,
0: hyper-efficient for our customers. So, with that in mind, is there any other products that you think really stood out with that sort of cost and efficiency um, process in mind? Yeah. Can't m- not mention AI. Um, none of us saw this coming this
1: time last year, and I'll include our customers in this one. I think back to the you know, the product workshops and, and things that we were hosting, and this is going to solve or contribute to solving a lot of these kind of the next step change in, in you know our innovation capability. Yeah, you know, look what we've got access to now. We've got you know OpenAI's ChatGDP, the the text in text out, the um, DALI kind of step change in image recognition and generation. So more emphasis on the recognition side of it. And then internally, you know, the OpenAI Codex, which is, you know, GitHub Copilot, you know, Ultrametry. ultimately I can't speak, using natural language to code. And the speed and the magnitude and the execution of what they've done is mind-boggling. And if you think about this, have you ever seen... That kind of speed of innovation in an industry, let alone from one single firm um, that launched its your first product 10 months ago, and how they've opened that out and let companies like us, you know, start to work out how, how we bring it into our products and services. I've no doubt they've figured out how to use all three of those things to create and write new product services already. Um OpenAI is cracked how to use AI to iterate design code and ship product. It's like AI is building AI, and it's just a you know a start of an entirely new way of doing things. Yeah. So we can't, can't not talk about it. I should pause there and let you unpick that statement because it's amazingly complex. You know,
0: AI is building AI along with AI applications and shipping them. I think what that does show is a very brave new world that everybody is is confronting. Um, so just a change of tact there. Now, can we pivot to some discussion about Sapien's 2024 customer strategy? So in addition to providing next generation products, we've really focusing on earning trust through customer care and collaboration. Um, what are your thoughts on that statement? Yes, yeah, so if you look at the, the technology roadmap and what we're working
1: on, there's a couple of things I need to kind of break these down to make them easier to kind of us to think about. First one, um, artificial intelligence and its use in insurance. So if a problem's too big for one organization to deal with, you partner. And, you know, I'm delighted that in 2023 we got selected by Microsoft to look at how we can apply this in the insurance world and, you know, how we can use the Microsoft tools to introduce the next generation of innovation efficiency. There's that word again, you know, within baked in and within our platform, you know, how we can embed generative AI capabilities and you know combine that with the Azure platform with the Power BI suite and um, that kind of toolkit and then how we think about our existing processes and, and make this kind of step change for you know efficiency and driving business growth and um, the use cases are probably as broad as your imagination or what we know they are um, or if you're stuck you know just ask ChatGDP to do it for you. So that's the kind of yeah, you know, the cool kind of forward-looking side, but there's also a whole bunch of compliance and biases issues we could expose our customers to. So, you know, we've been working in 2023, and we work next year and thereafter hand in hand to work with Microsoft to solve those kind of challenges. And watch this space. So that's the first bit. The second bit I think you asked me about was was trust. Um, and it's a good example. And this is a switch. Yeah. You know, for many, many years, we've been really, really good at taking requirements from customers, building it, scaling it, and that's built an awful lot of trust um, in our delivery and our execution capabilities across the organization. So, you know, what's next? And you know, combine these two stories, now it's getting interesting, that technology velocity we were talking about. Um, and a lot of the conversations we have with our customers is now built on that foundation of the delivery and the execution. Um, they know we've done this for them. So the conversations are all about, you know, what's next? And that tends to be around, you know, what what are other customers doing? What's your R&D looking at? Where can we share? Where can we share investment? Um, what can you advise us? You know, what's working well in other geographies or territories that we can bring into our company or our country? Um, what insurtechs should we use? Should we build or buy it? And that changes the conversation an awful lot. And that, that's a result of this kind of collaboration um, and this right to, to be trusted by the customer
0: based on that execution and the delivery foundation that we have. So we talked about trust in that conversation. Um, when it boils down to what it means to be a customer, a Sapiens customer in 2024, how will Sapiens provide further value in terms of products and partnership to our clients' transformation journeys? Yeah, I think about this a lot, you know what it means to be a Sapiens customer
1: and it's, it's a combination of things. It's the user groups and the workshops that we run. Um, it's like-minded people working on problems and opportunities. And we have a common shared platform, technology platform and technology stack. But combined with that, combined with the new tools that we've got, is this kind of, you know, the experience of a shared team that's executed a lot of these things before. So it's not just technology, but it's also how that technology is applied. The change management, you know, we're a deep partner of our customers and yeah, you that know, really is a, a, a product, I don't want to say byproduct, but it's like a function of um, this, you know, our team of business professionals and our people. So as much as I like talking about the technology, it's not always about the technology, it's about the people. And I, I do believe now that this kind of collaboration approach that we have, our customers now trust us to
0: inspire them. So Graham, what does 2024 look like from the point of view of tangible development? Yeah, I look at this a couple of ways. So, you know, business as usual and
1: a, a couple of, of bigger bets or, or, or bigger developments. Um, explain what business as usual is. We've got a you know deep roadmap for our core product set across, you know, core digital data and analytics. And these are all about incremental feature and function enhancements across, you know, the, the whole value chain of, of the software. We're embedding more and more um, analytics into the workflow to increase automation. You know, these are specific features that make the software easier to use. Um, three releases per year, really, really good good stuff inside them. And most of those are planned out. That's business as usual. And then we have the kind of bigger bets. Um, this is all around, you know, some of the items we touched upon earlier on, you know, the use of, of OpenAI and, and AI across the value chain. And that is also getting you know, really under the skin of the compliance factors and the implications of that. We have to make it rock solid for our customers. Um, and this feels like you know, transformational, like we spoke of earlier. The second point is a lot more work going on around data enrichment, a point of need. So what does insurer thrive on? Well, as much compliant data, as much data as permissible, at the lowest possible cost. And I think there's a massive opportunity here for our customers, um, to harness the, the broader ecosystem and, and the um insure tech world that's out there. You'll need a lot of this to take advantage of the full capabilities of the AI we want to deploy. So that kind of you know the data models and 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 bringing more and more data enrichment into the into the platform. Um, is going to be critical for this. So we want to evolve those two things in 2024. Um, we've got a lot of customers collaborating through the workshops that we run and the user groups and sharing that insights. And I think if we if we nail those things, um, that's going to give us the big efficiency
0: gains that we need um, going forward into 2024. That is a great answer. And I think hopefully that provides some clarity on um, being a sapien's customer, but also... Um, our thoughts on 2024, rather Graham's thoughts on 2024. So thank you very much, Graham, for all of that. Um, Like we've said, 2023 has been quite the ride, but 2024 is certain to be packed full of growth opportunities for sapiens as well as our valued clients and partners. So I want to wish you all out there a safe and happy festive season as well as a peaceful and prosperous new year. As always, thank you so much for spending your time with us here today. We love hearing from you. So if you have comments or would like to follow us on social media, please reach out to us through any of our channels. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And thank you once again for listening. We've got more coming, so be sure to tune in next time to Sapiens Insurance 360.